The NASCAR Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Shady Rays. SGPN is teaming up with Shady Rays for Shady May. Get 50% off your Shady Rays using promo code SGPN and then go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500. Drivers, start your in and pull those belts up tight as the Sports Gambling Podcast Network presents the NASCAR Gambling Podcast. I'll wreck my mom to win a championship. I'll wreck your mom to win a championship. With all the news and the best bets for your NASCAR weekend. It refrains me from not beating the out of you right now because you ask me stupid questions but since i'm on probation i suppose that that's uh, improper to say as well if you could talk about racing things we could talk about racing things. now here are your hosts rod via gomez and cody zeeb Coming to you with another exciting week of NASCAR racing. It is the NASCAR Gambling Podcast here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. He's Cody Zeeb. I'm Rod Via Gomez. This week, NASCAR goes to Cody's backyard. He will be at the Kansas Speedway for just about everything they've got thrown at it. Uh, if you haven't, if you didn't listen to the to the Cup Racing, um, the Cup Gambling Podcast last yesterday. Ah, oh, hello. Uh, <laughs> Cody's going to sanction a big third wheel race full of uh, little kindergartners running around the track. It'll be fun. If we can find the people, we will run it. Yes, and he'll be having beer with Cody or with Ryan Blaney after <laughs> the race as well. Uh, stacking pennies with Corey LaJoy. Listen, man, it, Cody's got the <laughs> it's entire... Gonna a, it's going to be a weekend, Rob. It's going to be a hell of a weekend for Cody. That's going to be a blast. But of course, there's only two series going on. It is, of course, the Cup and the Trucks happening this weekend. Unfortunately, no Xfinity. They are home resting. Uh, like last week, last year they were actually there, right? And and now it's nope, the trucks. They they always miss this first Kansas race for whatever reason. No, yeah, they're Kansas second <clears throat> second week. Or, yeah, they always go to the second Kansas, yeah. which the trucks do as well. Um, but yeah, just one of the random week offs that they get, and yeah, I don't know why that is. But Arca runs with the trucks here too. So so Saturday I'll get taking the Arca race. Watch Frankie Muniz, points leader for the Arca series, uh, go out there and then do his thing, and then uh, yeah, trucks it. Trucks in the evening gonna be uh, gonna be a fun time. Who would have thought that? I mean, you know, he he always had said in all of his interviews that he absolutely loves racing and and it's something he'd been passionate about. And he dips his toe in the water and he's leading the Arca series. What the hell? There he is. Yeah, exactly. Uh, it's a pretty cool story. Yeah, it is a really cool story. So maybe maybe we see him in a truck in a couple of seasons. Maybe we're betting on Frankie Muniz in the trucks. It's there we go. I wish what we a world! Get. There's a I think I think there's a few like very obscure like offshores that offer Arca stuff, but I wish that became like more of a mainstream thing because we'd have to add a six show and uh, bet on Arca every week because I would do that. It's a fantastic idea, Cody. I, I think we're yeah. onto something there. So, uh, yeah, let's get let's get it going. Uh, I love it. Well, in the meantime. All we can do is just bet on what we got. And, of course, the trucks are there for this uh, Heart of America 200. It is 134 laps around this mile and a half paved Sounds track. Sounds like the lack of a sponsor, 200. I know, right? It's like, who? What? What? Oh, yeah, eh, okay. It's all right. They'll, they'll get there. 
We we have to come up with a good idea. What's the good idea? Well, Heart of America. Perfect. Perfect. We'll take it. Heart of America. We'll take it. Uh, yeah. Again, so it is, of course, the truck series. Um, listen, we're going to make this show short. Bet on Kyle Busch and good night. That's literally the... Yeah, that's pretty much all you need to know. So uh, I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's funny. You look at this entry list, right? And that the first thing that glares at you is obviously Kyle Busch in that 51 truck. But then, you know, right after that, Ross Chastain in the 41 truck. So you got two heavy-hitting cup drivers who are coming off of two completely different weeks in, uh, in Dover last week. And, I mean, we'll get into it, obviously, when we get into our bets, but... It's kind of hard to bet on anybody else when Kyle Busch is in the field in this truck race. It, yeah. he's he's not he's not he's, indestructible. He's not won the last two truck races he's been in. So exactly. We'll uh, we'll talk about it more here in a few. But uh, yeah, it uh, those are they're the big ones. Uh, you got thirty six entries for thirty six spots, so nobody's gonna miss this race. Um, the two Cup guys, like you mentioned, Johnny Sauter is going to be in the 04 car, 04 truck rather, uh, and Tony Brediger is making her Truck Series debut. In the number one for Tricon, that's a nice big ride for her. That's awesome. Uh, I know she's been doing some ARCA series stuff. I'm sure, sure she'll be in the ARCA race as well. Uh, but be good to see her uh, making the start. She's going to be in the Victoria's Secret uh, number one truck too, which will be kind of a, a cool-looking truck out there. Uh, I haven't seen the paint scheme for that, but that would be a, a pretty cool paint scheme to, to so catch. Pretty pretty sweet looking one, yeah. Yeah, I, like did, it, so. I have to I have to go look that up. I actually uh, that one kind of slipped in under my radar, so. Uh, kind of glad that uh, you brought that up. That one truck, though, nice to to house some female uh, athletes in there. Haley Deegan, obviously, longtime driver of the one car, well, long time, but yeah, well, yeah. yeah, well, yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's the ride. Yeah, they've obviously switched manufacturers, but same team that Deegan raced for last season or last couple of seasons. So yeah, she'll be jumping in that ride. So you have a couple of females in this race, which is always fun to see. It is. Uh, speaking of switching manufacturers, go back, listen to the cup uh, betting episode yesterday. Well, actually, while we talk about it, too. So um, we bring it up here. We obviously we did talk about it yesterday. Sorry to cut you off. But, no, you're uh, good. We talked about it yesterday on the cup show. So the Legacy Motor Club is switching to Toyota. Well, Maury Gallagher also owns GMS Racing in the truck series, which is currently a Chevy team. And there's been no announcement to change that. So they're not necessarily affiliated as far as Legacy and and GMS are two different companies. Be interesting to see if he continues with the Chevy thing on the truck side of things and stays with the Toyota thing going forward, obviously, with the Legacy Motor Club. Be interesting to see the two different uh, manufacturer relationships there, if if that's the case. Now, maybe coming up, they'll, they'll announce a deal with TRD for the trucks, but very interesting. I thought that that wasn't part of the uh, initial deal. Well, we obviously know the power shift uh, that Kyle Busch, that vacuum that Kyle Busch left. I mean, you've got Gilliland in Toyotas, uh, and then, you know, <laughs> that's about it, really, in Free the Toyota camp. About it, yeah. yeah, so, yeah, that will be interesting to keep an eye on. Talk a little more about that. Everything else, too, we got to step away for a quick break to tell you about Shady Ray's. Shady Ray is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off deal, but you also have a shot to win $500. Shady Ray's have got you covered from the slunt, the sun to the slopes, the slun, the sun to the slopes with premiumized polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, so much more. They got durable frames and extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures, and that's not all. 
Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses you get is backed by lost and broken replacements. What does that mean, Rod? Well, that means that the second you take those Shady Rays out of the fabulous case, if you step on it for some reason, drop it, lose it, doesn't matter what happens, they are going to replace those for you absolutely free. Best of all, they don't need to know how you did it. Just happened. Up to you. Tell them you want. Doesn't matter. They'll do it anyways. So they've always got your back and you don't have to worry about it. Wear it with pride. Wear it with all the conviction in the world. Plus, if you don't love them, you can exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Shady Rays always got your back. Right now, go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take that receipt. Show it to the Sports Gambling Podcast via sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win $500 in our Shady May contest. It's a fabulous deal. You may want to get down on that for sure. And of course, share it on social media. You buy Shady Rays, put it on Twitter, tag us, tag the SGPN, and uh, show us all of your Shady May love Shady Rays as well. So uh, good stuff happening. Uh, all right. Again, Cody, we talked about it. This is, of course, the Kansas race. We have some Cup Series heavy hitters in this, but we've also still got the the mainstays of the Zane Smiths of the world and uh, the Craftons and all of those guys and and the even the KBM guys that are turning it on like Sanchez and Purdy. Um, this is going to be a very interesting race with all of those guys mixed together, especially since the trucks have had like almost a full month off of of racing altogether. Yeah, it's been a couple of weeks since we've had the trucks in action. Uh, they started the season. I mean, they were racing every week. We had all three series going for a long time. That was really nice. Uh, and then, yeah, the trucks uh, obviously run quite a few less races than the other series. So had a couple of weeks off. But, uh, yeah, glad they're glad they're back this weekend and uh, excited to watch them go. Excited to watch them go. Are you excited? Are you ready to actually maybe set up a few bets along the way here? I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready to go. There's a... Uh, no need to wait on this. I got. Uh, I feel pretty good on in, in these. I got one. I'm gonna pretty smash pretty hard here, and uh, I think it's gonna be a good weekend. All right. Well, then let's start setting up some bets, Cody. What do you got first? Let's do it. First up for me, I have Nick Sanchez top five plus one ten. Um, I mean Texas. That's that's all I have to say. Like he led 168 laps at that race. That's a fairly comparable track to this. Slightly different, but same intermediate style and same size. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, that's basically what I'm looking at, right? He's in a KBM truck. We know they're fast, right? We had questions, concerns early in the season, weren't sure how things would be with the transition from Toyota to Chevrolet. That has not been an issue at all. Uh, I expect Kyle to be very fast. I expect Nick to be fast as well. Um, 30th place at Las Vegas, the other comparable track they've been to this season, but he led eight laps before he got wrecked in that one. Um, and yeah, so I, I think that just Texas alone, Makes me confident Nick Sanchez can find his way into the top five. I'm um, at plus money. I like it. Yeah, again, Nick Sanchez, one of those cars that, or trucks rather, that we were talking about, just uh, we, we sort of, I don't want to say dismissed them to start the season. We were just kind of like, ah, eh, you know, we haven't seen it. We haven't, we don't know whatever. Well, we've seen it now. And I, I think we, we have to be impressed. We have to take ourselves, uh, they have to take them seriously. And, you know, a lot of these guys, like we said, we're talking about, we haven't talked about in three weeks. So, you know, it's it's it kind of feels weird to be talking about him again, um, but I and and with him, it's like the success was there. Yet three weeks off to kind of forget about it. So maybe a lot of folks have forgotten about it and uh, and won't be on him this week. So uh, we're trying to put you on him 
for this. Um, all right, kind of an obvious one, but I'm a little surprised. Ross Chastain is at plus 300 for a is top three. I, nah, I know he's in the 41. I know he's in a Nice truck. I know it's not necessarily uh, the greatest of things, but as a top three car, or truck rather, I got to get out of this car mentality. Top three truck at plus 300. Look, Chastain in this truck, or in the 41 truck, has had a fifth place finish and a 12th place finish uh, and a 24th place finish, right? And over the course of the season, he's run three races in this truck. But on Kansas, it doesn't matter. I mean, he's, he's been in the 45, the 40, and the 44. He's been in three different trucks. But uh, in Kansas, he's won this race in 2019, uh, had a brake issue in 2020, so he finished 34th in that. But in 2021, he had a second-place finish uh, in all of these three in Nice trucks. So he's got a first place and a second place. Can't really count the brakes. That's going to happen, whatever. But in two good races, he's finished first and he's finished second in this truck, uh, in, in Nice trucks. Uh, again, he's coming off of a very solid week in the cup car last week uh, where he needs to be sorry to the entire field. Um, but, you know, whatever. But in 2021, he finished second to Kyle Busch. Guess who's in this race this year? Kyle Busch. Uh, so, like I said, he's gotten it done before with Kyle Busch in the field as a top three finisher. I'm kind of surprised that it's a plus 300 at it. I love the price for it because it shows that, you know, they're kind of forgetting that he's actually done well uh, on this track with the truck, even in a nice truck. Um, you know, and in the race that he, he won, he, he only led five laps, but that's all he needed to beat uh, Ben Rhodes, Gilliland, Hill, Jones, Crafton, right? All these guys. Now, granted, Bush was not in this field. So, you know, take that for what it's worth. But like I said, I think he's got the strength to get it done. Doesn't matter that he's in a Nice truck. I think he's going to finish top three. Yeah, I think the Nice trucks can be uh, inconsistent. I think is probably the biggest concern as far as this part goes. But making it plus 300, I think, balances that out enough. He's easily the second most talented driver in this field. Love Zane Smith, of course, but Kyle Busch, number one. Ross Chastain is is second right there with him. So um, he's going to be a top driver in equipment that, I mean, Kohosovar won the Texas race. That's a nice truck as well. Um, and so you, you can find himself in position to be there for sure. He's done well here before. He'll pop up and get a win at Charlotte last season in the truck series. So he can do it for sure. I think at plus 300, you're getting enough to, to balance out the risk that you're taking to make that a good one. Um, so I'll back you on that. I like Ty Majeski also to finish in the top five. Um, this one is at plus 100. Uh, he had a second place finish here last season and an eighth place finish here last season. But this season, Ty Majeski has been on at the two comparable tracks, fifth place at Las Vegas, fourth place at Texas. We are seven races into the season. He's only got two finishes outside of the top five. I think that Ty Majeski will be in the top five again. He has been fast. He has been good. Expect that to continue. Um, those Thor Sport trucks haven't skipped a beat switching over to Ford. They've still been fast. They've been good. He's kind of leading that Thor Sport camp at this point, uh, a little bit even over Ben Rhodes, in my opinion. Um, so, yeah, give me Ty Majeski, top five plus 100. I really do love Ty Majeski. I, I've, you know, obviously I'll make a case against him later. Cody knows <laughs> in my sheet, but I really think that Ty Majeski is a, such a solid guy, solid bet all the way around. Um, it's just tough because, 
you know, it, it, he hasn't necessarily. I don't know. I I just haven't felt comfortable betting on him uh, all the way, even though he's been such a fantastic truck. It's weird, uh, but I do like Majeski as a top five. It's it's fine because I could this this bet can still cash, and my other bet can still cash. Obviously, I think we've kind of rolled out the top five uh, because I'm about to lay out another top five bet, and that's Christian Eckes in the top five. Christian Eckes has been uh, just a, a good driver all the way around. Right, seven starts. Three top ten, two top five finishes. Last couple of weeks have been tough for Eckes, and we've we've kind of bet on Eckes a, a while here and and been disappointed. Uh, he did win Atlanta. He finished third at Daytona, sixth in Las Vegas, but then has fallen on hard times. Right, thirtieth in Atlanta, fifteenth at Fort Worth, thirtieth at Bristol Dirt, fifteenth at Martinsville. It's been rough, but if anybody can turn something around. It's Christian Eckes. He's been solid on this track. In six starts, he's five top five finishes. Oh, I'm sorry, top five, ten finishes in six starts. Three top fives. Uh, so half of his starts here have been top five finishes. Last year in the uh, fall was a 10th place, but he did finish fifth in the spring. Fourth in 2021, uh, sixth in 2020, second in 2020, and then uh, 13th in uh, started in the poll in the spring of 2020. So uh, a string of pretty decent finishes. Uh, I, I really do think that this is where he can get it back on track. And uh, I, I love his chances to finish inside the top five. It is at plus 170. So not necessarily all that sexy, but, you know, he's due. I really believe he's due. No, yeah, I, I really like this one. I've actually got an Eckes play coming up. So I'll save all my points for that, but I fully back you on this one as well. Well, Cody, next we got to step away real quick before you get to oh, the next bet. Oh yeah, it, we are pushing Getting ahead of myself. We are pushing on time, buddy. They love us to hit these breaks when we need to. So uh, we'll they finish gotta, our bets. Gotta take care of the sponsors. Make sure you support these sponsors. They uh they keep the program rolling. Keep all these shows coming out to you. So uh, yeah. Hey, they're NASCAR fans. They know sponsors. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right, we'll step back after these breaks. Let's tell you about Underdog Fantasy. We're brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Best Ball Mania 4 is here, and Underdog Fantasy is giving away $15 million in prizes, plus plenty of ways to win with NBA, NHL, and MLB with their player prop parlays. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use the promo code SGPN for a 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com. Promo code SGPN. It's Kentucky Derby Week and the Notorious OTB brought to you by the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is here for all of your Triple Crown bets. Plus, leave a review for the show wherever you get your podcast between now and the Belmont Stakes on Saturday, June the 10th. You're going to get entered into a drawing to win a canvas print of the Wolf of Oaklawn's one-of-a-kind Fallen Bob paintings. You don't want to miss out on this one. It is post time. All right, Cody, we will continue on with our truck card. What do you got next? Yeah, next up for me, I'm going to go to my first head-to-head. I'm going to take Carson Hosovar over our favorite Canadian, Stuart Friesen. This one's at minus 115. Um, Friesen has just mostly been inconsistent to start this season, and that's that's the biggest factor in this. Um, so you go back for Hosovar at Vegas, led 19 laps, and I saw a seventh-place finish. Texas only led one lap, but it was the most important lap. He ends up winning the race. Um, he almost won here actually last fall. If you remember, that ended up being a gamble on uh, fuel and tires, something uh, they were trying to, uh, you know, 
squeak out a win there at the end. Just fell short, finishes in second. Um, a 15th place finish in the spring. So-so, but that was, again, kind of early before he really started clicking and, and getting into things. Um, go to Stuart Friesen, 14th and 20th here last year, so neither of those really that impressive. Um, and then you go back to Las Vegas, 14th place there, also not impressive. He finished third at Texas. Now that was due partially because of that wreck at the very end, right before it went into overtime. Uh, but a, a third place finish there. So that was that's been the one highlight um, in seven races. His only finish better than 14th for Stuart Friesen is that third place finish at Texas. Things have just been rough for him. So I am going to fade him a little bit here and go with Carson Hosovar over Stuart Friesen at minus 115. You feel bad for it. You love yourself some Stuart Friesen, but this is a uh, week of taking bets I don't really love. But uh, I know, I mean, right? I don't like from personal side of things I don't love, but that should show you if I'm taking them, I'm forcing myself to take some ugly things this week because I think that that's the way to go. Yep, I Cody's betting against his heart for sure, and you know that when he bets against his heart, the money flows. That's usually, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> yeah, that's why the Huskers always lose because I always bet against them. But it works out for me. <laughs> Um, all right, well, my first head-to-head, uh, Pitts, your current top five guy, Ty Majeski, uh, and I'll raise you with a Zane Smith. <clears throat> I've got Zane Smith over Ty Majeski. Uh, Zane Smith is at minus 135. He is the juiced-up side of this, but uh, you laid out the whole Majeski thing. Look, Zane Smith, obviously one of the hottest drivers in the circuit right now. He's got two wins. He's been on the pole three times. He's finished second. He's finished third. Um, unfortunately, he's also finished 20th, 14th, and 21st. But uh, he finished first, or second in Las Vegas, and then he won at Austin. Finished third at Martinsville. Had some bad luck on the Bristol dirt. Finished 21st. Uh, a lot of the times when he, when he finishes poorly, though, it's through no fault of his own. So, again, if he can stay out of trouble, which... He's done over the last three races here at Kansas where he's finished 7th, 1st, and 4th. Now, granted, that 1st, he didn't beat uh, Kyle Busch in that race, nor did he race Ross Chastain, but he did win. Uh, but in races in which he raced everybody, he finished 7th in 2021 and 4th in 2022. Uh, and again, Zane Smith definitely knows how to get this done. In 2022, when he finished 4th, he uh, finished behind the likes of John Hunter Nemechek, Carson Hosevar, and Ryan Priest. Uh, only one of those drivers remains in th this series. So, uh, I, I, like I said, I want to believe that Zane Smith can get this done, given that he's just the hottest driver right now in the series. And, you know, again, with all things being equal, uh, I think he's got a shot at beating Ty Majeski, even if it's by one spot where, uh, you know, Zane Smith is third, Majeski's fourth, and we're all good. And then Eckes is, is fifth. There you go. You got you got the whole order figured out. Um, it's it's almost sad that this is the only bet we have Zane Smith on the card, but it's tough to bet on him this week. I mean, he could again be one of those guys that comes out and wins this, but only plus four hundred to win the race with Kyle Busch, with Ross Chastain both in the field. You look at his top five as minus one sixty. That's not really worth it. Plus 125 on the top three, you could maybe make an argument there, but it's hard to bet on him this week. So I think if you want to find a way to get in on Zane Smith, this is probably the way to do it. I will say he's been less in or he's been less consistent, more inconsistent uh, with some of his finishes this season. Majeski's got a lot of really good finishes. 
Uh, like I said, five of the seven in the top five. Zane Smith, not as much, but Zane Smith, I think, takes it in the talent department, takes it in the better truck department, so can't make too much of an argument against this one. No, you cannot. Next up, we're actually on the same side of this one. We uh, are going to take the same same side of the matchup. I'll let you take the floor on this one, Rod. Uh, all right. Well, I got Matt Crafton over Matt DiBenedetto, and it, it was a little bit tough because uh, Matt DiBenedetto actually last spring finished over Matt Crafton in this race. Uh, but then, you know, listen, it's Matt DiBenedetto has been such a disappointment as far as like when you bet on him, he, he doesn't do you well. When you bet against him, he actually pops up and does okay. So it's just a frustrating thing. But, I mean, Matt Crafton is much more experienced on this track than is Matt Benedetto, And, honestly, I still want to throw out a lot of these finishes for Matt Benedetto In seven starts this season, he's only got three top tens, um, which makes you think to yourself, well, that's not too bad, but... You know, when you're talking about Matt Kraft and one of the longest serving guys in this series, former champion, like, yeah, he hasn't necessarily enjoyed the season that that he would want to have. He, as well, only has three top ten finishes, but he does have one top five finish. But like I said, this all goes back to the uh, the just dearth of, of um, I don't know if I use that right. Uh, the total Don't look at me. I have no idea <laughs> the, the wealth, I guess, of, uh, of starts that Matt Crafton has on this track. Just, he has started on this thing. So 25 times. And in that span, he has 14 top 10 finishes, seven top fives, uh, over the last, you got to go back to 2018. He finished sixth in the spring of 20 or yeah. in the race in 2018, he finished sixth in 2019, uh, fourth in 2020. He won a 2020 race here, finished eighth. Two of the last, or three of the last uh, uh, races that he's run have not really been great. 24th in 2021, uh, ninth in the fall or in the spring here, and then 2020 in the fall, he finished 15th. But again, for Matt Benedetto's sake, he hasn't been on this track very much. I'll let you kind of lay out what you had on this, but. Like I said, for me, it came down to the experience on this track for Matt Crafton and just not necessarily liking putting money on Matt Benedetto. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple things that go into this. Uh, one is the truck. I trust Matt Crafton's truck. It's much more quality in the Thor Sport camp than the Rackley, whatever the hell, truck that Matt Benedetto is in. Um, it's the driver. Crafton is the experienced guy, three-time champion. He's won here before. I know that Matt Benedetto spent a couple of years up in the Cup Series, but Crafton's done it in the Truck Series a lot more. Um, you go back and you look at the other intermediate races so far this season. Crafton uh, beat him at both of them so far at Las Vegas. It was an 11th for Crafton, 12th for Benedetto, so they were back to back. But then 13th at Texas for Crafton, 32nd for Matt Benedetto. Again, that's that unreliability part of it. Yeah, Crafton's not going to be fast enough to win this race, most likely. He's going to run around 10th all day, but that's what you're counting on, just a nice, solid finish. You can usually count on him to get you a decent finish. De Benedetto is just so up and down. It's that that roller coaster effect of gets a good finish, has a horrible finish. Gets a decent finish, has a horrible, 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 decent finish, horrible. Like It's just much less consistent. And I don't really like Matt De Benedetto. I don't really like to bet on Matt De Benedetto. So... I'm going to bet against him, and I'll take Matt Crafton. Sometimes, like we said, those gut bets uh, are the ones that get it done for you. Uh, you know, and 
I, again, we, we talked about Matt DeBeno in the Discord as far as how frustrating it is to have him kind of do well when on a day where you just kind of didn't want him to do well. And then when you actually do say, oh, well, okay, you know, the, the, the stats point to Matt DeBeno are doing good, and then all of a sudden he lets you down. His average finish this season, 16.6 to Matt Crafton's whopping 15. All you need is a place different. All you need is one. Doesn't matter, right? There you go. That's all you need. Uh, all right. Well, we got that head-to-head out of the way. Cody, listen, it's crazy. We've kind of got a little uh, uh, nice, tidy little show going where we, we're at a half-hour point, and we're already getting to the winners. How crazy is that? I know. This might be the shortest NASCAR gambling podcast episode in history. You know what it is? There was conviction behind each and every one of these, and I felt like we didn't need to make a gigantic well, yeah. point. I think that's like the key is like, it's just very like precise, like this is why. And that's it. We don't need to talk you into any of these. I don't think it's just, this is why we're taking it. It's a good reason. Uh, I mean, yeah, it's, this is pretty cut and dry for me, uh, especially this next bet. Uh, this is the most cut and dry one of the weekend, I think. Uh, well, all right. Well, hit, hit us up. I think we're going to set up the winners for this race. Yes. Yes. Uh, maybe the Barry and Briscoe one is the most, uh, <laughs> you know, confident one. But Go back to that second one. to that. Give me Kyle Bush. It's minus one fifteen. I don't care. This is a multiple unit play. I wrote in the document KFB loaded up like that. That's how I feel this weekend. I, this is going to be a Kyle Bush race. I think six starts in the truck series at Kansas. His first start back in 2011 finished second 27th in 2013. Since then 2014 led 104 laps and one 2017 led 91 laps and one 2018 Got a second place finish here. 2021 led 59 laps and won. So he's won three of the last four races that he's run here in the truck series. Go back earlier this season, ran at Las Vegas, led 84 laps and won the truck series. I know he didn't win at Coda. I know he didn't win at Martinsville. He actually, I think, finished second in both of those races. The Coda thing had the best truck. The pit strategy didn't shake out his way. Martinsville, that was the rain tire deal, the rain shortened race didn't shake out his way you put him on these bigger tracks though where it's more spread out and it's more about just the driver and the car this is kyle bush all day long i i don't think anybody's going to compete with him uh and, and i think that you just load up on kyle bush this weekend we don't always say it and you know minus 115 not sexy at all sometimes you just have to lay it and, and i think that this is one of those weeks i am all in on kyle bush this weekend um I'm going to throw a couple of longer shots out there just as a safety net. Again, they make they race the race for a reason. Things can happen. Things can go wrong. We know how that works. Christian Eckes, you brought him up earlier. 14 to 1. I like him. 5th and 10th here last year. 6th at Las Vegas. Had a 15th place finish at Texas, but only because he got caught up in that wreck at the end. He was one of those top cars when the two leaders took each other out. Um, so give me Christian Eckes at 14 to 1. And Carson Hosovar. 25 to 1, 15th and second place here last year, like we talked about earlier. Won that Texas race. Lucked into it, I guess you could say, but put himself in position to be there. I think Kyle Bush is going to win this, but if he doesn't, maybe Josevar puts himself in position to be there. Um, he was seventh at Las Vegas and, and led 19 laps in that one as well. So he's been solid on the two intermediates we've had so far in the truck series. Um, and I think at 25 to 1, for a guy that just won the most recent intermediate track on the truck series. Now, Kyle Busch wasn't in that race. Ross Chastain wasn't in that race. I get it. But he's and he only led the last lap. But 
That's the most important one. That would still cash your 25 to 1. So, yeah, load up on Kyle Bush, but Ekis and Hosovar there as well as longer shots, just in case. It's kind of crazy, though, that Bush is only minus 115 yeah. to win this race. I, I get it. I understand that everybody else is at plus money after that. But, you know, for Kyle Bush, the, the clear favorite in this race to only have very little juice. In well, I think this. that's the benefit, too, of him not winning the last two truck series races. It, it starts to back that number off. And that's when you pat like now is the time you jump on it. The next is whatever his next scheduled truck race is. You probably back off. He's going to end up being minus 175, minus 200 again. Maybe circumstances are different. I just, to me, this seems like a Kyle Bush leads the entire night, stomps the field, and celebrates in victory lane. We saw what Joey Logano did to the truck series a few races ago. I mean, that, that yeah. to me is what I think this race is yeah. going to be as well. That's, that is a perfect example. I think that's exactly how this race is going to look, where it's never in question all night. And Kyle likely starts up front, finishes up front, and never really leaves up front. Yeah. Again, if save for like pit strategies or, you know, because he's not worried about stage points. He doesn't give a rat's ass yeah. about him. He's just going to run this race run to win. win. Yep. Yeah. So everybody else around him is going to be pitting, staging, and all that other stuff, not him. Um, yeah. So listen. And you, I mean, honestly, the other two guys I gave out, you could throw that in their, their corner as well, right? They both have wins already this season. So Ekis can roll the dice. Hosovar can roll the dice. So if it comes to a strategy call and they end up making a different call, you know, and Bush leads the entire race, but one of them wins on strategy. That's uh, another chalk up in their column for how things could go crazy and they could cash too. Yep. Well, and so I'm with you on this Kyle Bush as a winner thing. Obviously, I, I can't even argue against it. It's it's likely going to happen. It probably will happen. Uh, but I will throw out another one as well, and that's Ross Chastain at 10 to 1. Made the case for him earlier, right? I mean, the guy's got a, a win, a second place finish to Kyle Bush. If he's feeling froggy, if he, you know, sorry to, to put a bumper to Kyle Bush, if he gets close enough at some Ooh. point, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying it could happen. We live in a world where Ross Chastain doesn't like to get driven down in front of. So, you know, if that happens and, and he kind of sends Kyle up the track late in the race, Ross Chastain is there and he crosses the finish line. I'm not saying he can beat him on sheer speed because he can't. So I'm just saying that if there's wackiness that abounds or, you know, Kyle's crew or sends him out late or I don't know. If the world collapses, if there's a gap in the track and Kyle falls through and Chastain manages to miss it, then that's what happens. And, and Ross Chastain wins this. So, again, it's another just dart to throw out there if you want to, to put money on it. And I'm a little surprised, honestly. I know I said his top three odds surprised me, but his 10 to one to win this race, we talked about it. Yes, he hasn't won in this truck this season. He hasn't necessarily been in contention, but it is Ross Chastain. He has won this race before uh, in a truck series race. So I'm not necessarily, or, uh, yeah, he has one on this track in, in the trucks, in the 45 Nice truck. So he can get it done. I don't know. It's just it's yeah, it's a safer dart to me than than a lot of the other ones. Yeah, I think that this is is another good place to to put a longer shot. Uh, so I mean, you got Kyle, and we're using Caesars for all these, by the way. At time of recording, they're the only ones who have truck series odds out because they're on top of their crap. So thank you, Caesars. But uh, it's Kyle Busch at minus one fifteen. It's Zane at plus four hundred. It's like eh, you know, 
that's it's tough to hedge it up with a plus 400 majeski at plus 600 you can make the case of course sanchez plus 950 i know what he did at texas i know i made the case for the top five but is he gonna outrun bush smith chastain majeski all those guys uh, i don't feel as confident in that then you have chastain as the next favorite tied with ben rhodes so yeah i do think that there is definitely value again he's the only other cup driver in this he's very talented spoiler alert i picked him to win on sunday so if he can win on sunday he could probably win on saturday too um and so yeah i do think that uh that he's he's still a good bet at, at 10 to 1 of course kyle bush is gonna win so you probably should just take that but chastain's a nice hedge too you know ben rhodes is a little sneaky we haven't we haven't talked about him at all for the most part yeah. all he's done is finish in yeah, the top yeah. 10 five out of the seven races and two top five finishes i'm not saying he's gonna win but I mean, we haven't even picked him for like a top to give five us damn finish. Top ten odds. Yeah, I would take. I would smash a Ben Rhodes <laughs> top ten. That's odds. That's the problem here. Is we don't. It's, uh, the top five isn't enough. The top ten it doesn't exist. No, it does not. Um. All right. Well. Uh. Listen. I I forgot to even really set up this race. We were so excited to get into the the bets that I didn't even tell you exactly what to expect out of this Heart of America two hundred. Uh, it is 134 laps around this mile and a half paved track at the Kansas Speedway for 201 miles. Like I said, Cody's going to be there for all of them. This race is going to go by uh, relatively quickly, actually. It's it's not necessarily um, a long, long race. So we sh- yeah, will be... 134, those laps will kick off quickly. Yeah, they definitely will. Even though it's a mile and a half track, it, it's certainly going to be um, you know something to behold. So... Uh, we will keep an eye on that, but get your pen and paper out because we will recap our bets for this race. Cody started you off with Mr. Sanchez as a top five truck at plus 110. I said that Ross Chastain was going to be a top three truck at plus 300. Cody gave you Ty Majeski as a top five at plus 100. I gave you Christian Eckes as a top five at plus 170. Cody said Carson Hosevar is going to finish better than our favorite Canadian driver. Car, uh, Stuart Friesen at minus 115. I gave you Zane Smith over Ty Majeski at minus 135. Cody gave uh, Cody and I both gave you Matt Crafton over Matt DiBenedetto. Uh, I don't know why I said Matty B. Oh, well. Matt DiBenedetto uh, at minus 125. And then Cody and I both agreed that Kyle Busch is probably going to walk away with this at minus 115. But just in case... Go ahead and throw something on Eckes at 14 to 1, Hosevar at 25 to 1, or Ross Chastain at 10 to 1. Cody, buddy, I know you are going to be there at this race. You are going to be having a fantastic time. Uh, man, I can't wait to watch this alongside of you. Yeah, I'm super excited. It's going to be fun. Night racing is always fun. We talk about it at the trucks, some of the most fun racing. Uh, usually, we saw a great race at Texas, the most recent um intermediate track so yeah it's gonna be fun uh, i'll be having a good time boots on the ground uh i'm excited last year when i went i only had a chance to go sunday for the cup race i didn't make it saturday for the trucks in arca so excited to take in the whole weekend this time every single thing going on that track cody's gonna sleep on the infield he's just gonna be camped <laughs> out there uh you know he got a tent he's a military man so he knows how to he knows how to bivouac uh, yeah i i slept in worse places do you want me to send <laughs> many you? times in my life do you want me to send you an mre i will i promise i'll, I'll make it a good one <laughs> what was your favorite one? Oh boy 
I, I'd have to think back. I, there was, you know, there was actually some pretty decent MREs. I, uh, yeah, I, I can't, it's been a, it's been a hot minute, uh, but there was, there was some pretty good ones. We all, we all had to figure you got a, the key to MREs. You got your little group of, in your unit there. Everybody knows what everybody else likes. You trade the right trade. proper pieces back and forth. Everybody's happy. And uh, yeah, even though those were probably made during Vietnam, we still ate them. And uh, I'm still here 10 years after I've been in Afghanistan. So I think I'm okay for now at least. <laughs> <laughs> Jalapeno cheese spread, by the way, that is the currency yeah, for everybody. That's, uh, yeah, that is that one is worth a lot. I think that was the... The highest uh, bargaining chip on the board. That is your highest. Uh, just a, a quick aside for me. I My first MRE I ever opened, uh, it was 1994. I was in basic training. I cracked open the bag. I saw uh, a bag of M&Ms. I was so excited. We hadn't had candy in, in weeks, right? I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I got M&Ms. On it was a advertisement that said, the 1984 Olympics. <laughs> I ate that yeah, bad boy. T- that oh. was the best M&M's you ever had in your life, wasn't I it? I did not care if they were 400 years old. They were M&M's, and I loved it. So. Exactly. Um, all right. Before we go down the rabbit hole all the way, for those of you military folks out there, I hope you can uh, appreciate yeah, that. You can relate. Yeah, you can definitely relate. So, um, All right, Cody. Well, as we wrap up, probably, like you said, the quickest truck episode we've ever put out yeah. in our life. <laughs> Why don't you? Short sweet to the point. I mean, it's really just bet on Kyle Busch. That's, that's how we opened the show. That's how we're ending the show. That's really all you need to know. Yeah, it is. So uh, let everybody know where they can find you on social media, bud. Yep. Follow uh, follow me on Twitter at Husker underscore Zeeb. Got my NFL divisional article out uh, with updated odds after the draft. Uh, check that out. Best bets over there. Check out the F1 Gambling Podcast as well. And uh, yeah, follow the show on on Twitter at NASCAR Gambling. Yes, sir. F1 going to Miami, everybody. So if you have yet to check out an F1 race, this is the time because it's at an actual reasonable time where you can watch it. Dual screen it. You don't have to be up at four in the morning to watch it. Nope. Nope. (laughs) Keep an eye on it. Of course, we've got the bets for you at the F1 Gambling Podcast. Head over there. Check that out. Its own feed and everything. So uh, follow me on Twitter at RJ Via Gomez. There's a link in the bio to everything I got going on, whether it is here, whether it's in between media. Hey, buddy, Back Road is out there uh, for you to consume. Uh, they'll break down Kansas as well. Seth and Elliot, have fun with them the week after. All right. We'll be back with our DFS episode this week. A lot of fun, man. I just have more and more fun with you every single week. I love this show. Um, but thanks for joining us. We'll talk to you guys soon. Till tomorrow, let's go racing and let it ride. Lion and 